the hell was that? He's here. Ready for romance. She loves me. Ready for excitement. This barbecue's only just begun. Ready for murder. Destroy him. You ball-busting bitch. Hold it right there, pilgrim. As Shakespeare said, shit happens. <laughs> you as a monster. You look much taller in, in person. <laughs> this is far too violent. What did you shoot him with? Steroids? <laughs> Leprechaun 4. Leprechaun in space. Welcome to They Call This a Movie, testing the strength of friendships one terrible movie at a time. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and other podcast services by searching They Call This a Movie. We are part of the Main Damie Network. To find more from us, check out the website at themaindamie.com or on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at The Main Damie. We're also now a proud member of Geek Vibes Nation, and you can find them at gvnation.com. Welcome back to They Call This a Movie. This is Anthony Delvecchio, and with me as always is Dan Aquino and Mark Myers. Say hello, gentlemen. Hello, friends. Hello. Quick question for you guys. Can a movie that gets to number four actually be considered, I believe the term was past its prime, I read somewhere? I don't uh, understand the question. Yeah, I'm a little... Yeah, as so a, you, so, so are I'm you confused. Saying... As, a, as a term, they called Leprechaun 4 showed that Leprechaun was past its prime. I don't... I think yeah. this movie was probably past its prime after the first one. <laughs> I'm with Anthony where this is far too early in the series to take the character to yeah. space. Even Fast and the Furious has held out nine movies so far. Right. It always <laughs> comes back to fucking Fast and the Furious. And if <laughs> you follow this up must end with, in space. If you follow that up with because it's about family, I'm fucking ending this podcast right now. <laughs> <laughs> so happy St. Patrick's Day, everybody. Last year we did Leprechaun Three, and this year we decided to continue the tradition with doing Leprechaun Four: Colon in Space from 1996, gentlemen. Leprechaun 4 in space. Where are you coming from? I want to say, did they film this on the same set as that movie Kra? Or whatever that one movie we watched in space? Kra um, the Sea Monster? Oh, the Sea yeah. Monster. I think that yeah. they filmed this on the same set as Mystery Science Theater 3000. Yeah. <laughs> I actually thought this was going to be one of those bikini series movies. Yep. Uh, it definitely has a uh, Skinamax feel to it. Fred Olin Ray passed on this. Right, and that's got to say yeah. something about this. I honestly, I thought Leprechaun 4 was when he goes to the hood, because nope. I just thought that was the natural progression of where you go in the world. Right. right? First, you you show up in, you know, bumfuck USA with Jennifer Aniston. Then you go to Vegas, right? Yeah. Then you go to the hood. Then you go, then you go to space. But no, they did it backwards. Yeah. Right, you, they went to space first, then the hood. Twice. Twice. Yep. Why would you do that? You should sandwich the hood, and then space, and then back to the hood. Right. It's, so it's a full back, you know, back right. to yeah. the hood. You're not like, I went to the hood, and then I'm just gonna do it again. It's more like the hood again. <laughs> right. Yeah. 
Yeah, this movie, uh, I had never seen it before, and I'll never see it again after this. Uh, and that's where I'm coming from. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have no history of the Leprechaun series outside of our podcast and the first one. So all the jokes have been just from knowing the, the titles of the movies. So actually seeing these movies on screen is just a, how did they get to make two more of these One sort of reaction? This could have been the end. Like, I can see how after one, they made two. And then maybe after two, they went, ah, let's try a theme one. Maybe we mm-hmm. can hit with something. Vegas doesn't do well. And they last this shepherd is somebody had this space script in the thing. Let's do it. Because it looks like a script of something else that they just threw the leprechaun in. And then then you get two more movies. I mean, at least, and, and, and both of you actually can correct me if I'm wrong, but at least the Freddy and Jason movies did some box office. It wasn't like complete trash by the fourth movie. Well, yeah, sure. Fred, yeah. Neither Freddy nor Jason went to direct the video. And I think, if I remember correctly from the third film episode, I think the third one started off direct video if i'm not mistaken but this one went definitely went direct to video oh, yeah. um yeah i mean leprechaun is c squad in terms of horror franchises maybe even d squad i'm surprised they've never done a and maybe they have with like the last two which don't have work thing of this surprised they haven't gone in the past like the leprechaun in the old west or something like that uh the leprechaun series uh, hasn't holds no place in my heart I'm pretty sure I saw the first one, and I saw the third one back when I was a kid. First time I'm seeing this one, I did not love it. It's a bad one. We're we're in a cold streak right now, <laughs> if, I, if I may say, and this one is not breaking us out of that one. Don't you wish that... Remember when I made that erroneous tweet that, like, oh, you can help, help us figure out our next movie, and you, you said it was already decided? Don't you wish that someone had helped us decide a different movie to watch? Yeah, uh, probably. <laughs> right? uh, I'm not going to lie. Yeah, it's. I, I agree. I don't understand where the popularity with the Leprechaun came from. I had never thought he was an interesting character or scary yeah. at any point. To me, Leprechauns aren't frightening creatures anyway. Even in folklore, they're more mischievous. They're harmless, really. But the, yeah, uh, you know, it, I never liked the character design. I thought he kind of looked like shit, like literal shit, <laughs> just in a top hat. Yeah, this one seems kind of weird too. It's taking none of the lessons learned from Nightmare on Elm Street two and applying it to the Leprechaun series because there are things that they went away from. I mean, like the Leprechaun doesn't rhyme in this movie. He has he's not worried about his shillings or his gold really throughout the movie until the very end. So it's kind of like in terms of Nightmare on Elm Street 2 where Nightmare on Elm Street 2 forgets all the lore of Freddy and what made the first one interesting and all the rules basically. And then it was like, ah, he possesses a kid. He comes out of his body. But yeah, this movie, not great. Leprechaun 4 in space, directed by Brian Trenchard Smith, who directed the third one and stars Warwick Davis, of course, as the Leprechaun stars. Also Jessica Collins, Guy Siner, Gary Grossman, which is super weird because I had a boss for eight years named Gary Grossman, uh, Rebecca Carlton, uh, Tim Colcheri, Michael A. Nunez, and Debbie Dunning, Heidi from Home Improvement. That yeah. was her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I think Miguel Nunez is a reoccurring, they yep. called this a movie Yes, actor. he was in Return of the Living Dead. Yep, there you go. Yes. And he's pro- he was also in 
potentially another they called this a movie in Street Fighter. Yep. And Juana Man. Friday the thirteenth, <laughs> part five. Although that, I don't know if that was any good or not. He's yeah. he's he might pop up in the future. Yeah. Yeah, and, and the uh the point you made earlier and about ignoring all the rules, I think lends a little credence to maybe they just found this script of a space movie and just dropped them in it. Yeah, and, it really you know, feels it really feels like an aliens ripoff that they retrofitted the leprechaun in. Right. You have the yeah. space marines, the one animal or the one creature on the uh on the spaceship itself. Yeah. So it, it does have those types of uh tropes in it. Uh it's got an IMDB score of three point five and a Rotten Tomatoes score of zero. Ooh. Now how does that factor, you think? This has on IMDB three point five Rotten Tomatoes, zero. There, I don't think there's many reviews of this on Rotten Tomatoes. Okay. I think there's like a handful, if I'm not mistaken. So none of them thought it was good. Yeah, I mean, it, this this movie runs really thin really quickly. Mm-hmm. And again, it, I don't know the the timeline of what happens between Vegas and space, but how the fuck does he end up in space? I don't know. Well, this is the future. So it's, I think it's supposed to take place in 2097, according to the trivia. So in terms of the Leprechaun's chronology, it's obviously not taking... 2096, the events in the Leprechaun's world, in the Leprechaun timeline, is not happening after. In his world, he goes, he most likely goes to the hood, unless it's 2097 in the hood. And I don't believe it is. It's probably 90s New York. Right. Now that would be interesting. A futurist yeah. future on it on Earth with the leprechaun. I don't believe that's interesting at all. If I'm being I honest disagree. here. I disagree. <laughs> well, again, we we've come to odds, Ant. <laughs> I, well, I, say goodbye to Dan Aquino, everybody. Oh, you're gonna cut yeah, me so off. So you you're gonna apply on Twitter for to be the third co-host. <laughs> if you could find I'm sure you could find someone better than me. I would love to see it though. <laughs> Flash forward to a year from now, you guys are rocketing up the, the iTunes charts with uh, some other dude. With new co-host Tom Schuster. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never let that happen. You hear me? Gonna, you hear that, Tom? We're going to poach Jason Manzukas from How Did This Get Made? <laughs> he wants to be more of a. He wants to be more amongst the people. Yeah, he wants to go indie. That's fine. Listen, I respect that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh yeah, this movie sucks. Uh, <laughs> we say that a lot. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, at, at this point, it's uh, old hat, as they say, don't you yeah. think? Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. Go ahead, Mark. I, I was gonna say this movie doesn't even have any really redeeming quality at all. Yeah, like Mister Positive over here can't even go. Oh, but there's not. Nah, it's a weird like. The leprechaun shoots a gun through a lot of this movie, and that's yeah. weird to me. And yeah. yeah, it's a it's annoying in a lot of parts. It's loud. I don't know if it was the copy of the movie that we had, but the audio is all over the place in terms of levels. Like I had to keep lowering and and up and making the volume higher, like between action scenes and like just dialogue scenes. I don't know if you guys had that problem, but uh, I wasn't really. It. Yeah, I was, I was gonna say I wasn't really paying attention enough to notice anything like that. Gotcha. Yeah, I just I this was a run out the clock situation with this movie. <laughs> like, sure. yeah, I'm just gonna let this bleed. <laughs> and this is it feels super long too. It, how long was it? Almost an hour and a half. 
It was over an hour and a half. It was like an hour oh. and 37. Okay. But it felt like close to two hours. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how you make that happen in this type of movie. Yeah. The, the characters really... They range from super boring to incredibly weird and boring at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. Right? You, you have the cyborg doctor. Yep. Dr. Mittenhands, a.k.a. Yeah. Jeff Bezos. <laughs> yeah, that, that was pretty good. The... Um, what, how would you describe it for the listeners? It was uh, fr- the the freshman year, senior year mm-hmm. uh, meme. That was yeah. I like that. I, I got to chuckle out. Doctor Minhans just basically looks like Jeff Bezos if he was connected to a vacuum cleaner. I, I was <laughs> gonna say like, I feel like this was the the prop maker's first run in a movie. You know, like this is his first yeah. gig. Like, all right, man, we need you to Jimmy rig a a cyborg for this doctor. Uh, all right, here's a metal box. We're just gonna we're gonna pretend that you're a metal box now. I got like a half pound of clay. <laughs> right. So I'm gonna use for the skin until until I run out. <laughs> and it, the, the prosthetics look so bad. Yeah. Everything looks terrible. Well, they like, they blew their budget on the spider creep. And the, uh, admittedly, that was an interesting concept. Yeah. I, I will say that when that came out, first of all, it comes out of nowhere. It's very jarring. Yeah. Right. You're not expecting there to be a second villain in this movie. Uh, I would rather have seen more of the spider monster as the villain. Yeah. I feel like you could it, lift the leprechaun right out and have that. Yeah. He was probably as the original villain. He could have been. And yeah, maybe they just didn't have the, well, that, I don't know if it was the budget because they got Warwick Davis. and I'm sure he probably commanded most of the budget. He got that executive producer credit. Oh, there you go. Points See? on the back end, which <laughs> apparently is a conversation that comes up in this movie. Movie, yeah. Oh, that's right. The the general or the uh, the sergeant. I, yeah. I don't know what he is. He talks about how he wants points on the back end. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Is that a is that a uh, an army is that army lingo? Do they <laughs> no, do that? It's not. Right. It's Hollywood. Right. right. They don't talk about points. What what points could they get? <laughs> Uh, it's very yeah. strange. Captain uh, Captain Metalhead or whatever. They were calling him Metalhead at the end. Like, I couldn't... I For the first 50 minutes, I couldn't tell you what the male protagonist's name was. No, Isn't I it still books? can't. It's books. There you go. It, yeah. it's, it's something that my feeble mind could hold on to. Books. Yeah. But I kept... I was like, is that is that books? Is that Danny? Who is this? Is Oh, yeah. Who, Danny's then, the first to die, isn't he? And then once Danny died, I was like, oh, okay, well, that's not Danny. <laughs> yeah, they, they had a, they had just real, very easy to remember call signs, like Sticks, yeah. Lucky. Yeah, Lucky Delos. wasn't so lucky. I think Lucky was the first one to die. Yeah, lucky, he actually... Lucky died on the planet. Yeah, he gets, uh, quote-unquote, lightsabered yeah. to death. Yeah. And why he, the leprechaun has a lightsaber, I don't know. And for one scene... Yep. That's yeah, it. that yeah makes no sense. But <laughs> I, I, my favorite is all the Marines have uh, interesting names except Dolores. Yeah. Fucking Dolores. <laughs> There's no Marine in the history of the Marines named Dolores. Yeah. In my notes, I just wrote, I just named her Heidi. <laughs> Why couldn't her name have been Heidi? Yeah. Nice That's more believable. Yeah. Right. No, I, I'm pretty sure that they deny your application if your name is Dolores. Because <laughs> you're easily 120 years old. Yeah, it's like, uh, you're looking for a typing job? <laughs> so, so, 
so court if stenographer any... room is uh, down is down to the left. <laughs> so if there are any Marines out there named Dolores listening to this podcast, you can send a tweet to at Diaquino122 on Twitter. Yeah, uh, bring it. <laughs> I can take you. I guess DMs are open. <laughs> yes, I, I will take you. Oh, only two Marines named Dolores. <laughs> and one's a dude, probably. <laughs> send those emails, you cowards. Yeah, do it. I dare you. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'll pull an Iron Man 3 and give you my home address. You come see me. Uh, so you guys ready to get into the plot so you can go Let's home? Let's do it. <laughs> Call it an early night. Yeah. Yes, I uh, uh, Before we do, Mark, uh, Dan, you have a uh, message? I do. Uh, I'm here to tell you about our good friend Tia and her top 10. Uh, check out the Top 10 with Tia, a weekly podcast where Tia and her crew tackle a number of entertaining topics like the Top 10 Movies of the Year, or the Top 10 Worst On-Screen Couples, or the Top 10 Moments of Snowpiercer featuring a one Mark Myers. Coming up. It's coming, Mark. So be prepared. Get your notes ready. I'm ready. Yeah. Yes. So uh, she's a part of Geek Vibes Nation, uh, and we told you where you could find them at the top of the show, gvnation.com. <laughs> I got it, though. Yeah, you did. <laughs> I paid attention this time because I was like, all right, I'm, I'm going to try to say it um, later on. But yeah, so go there. They're on Twitter. They're on Instagram, anywhere on social media. Good people. Tia is a lot of fun. She's a big fan of the show. So props to her for being able to listen to this. And uh, that's it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. And we're going to get into plot. But before we do, we've got a couple more messages from friends of the podcast. So we will be right back. Welcome, travelers. Seems like you're looking for a story. Well, I got one for you. It involves adventure, friendship, and all hey, sorts hey, of... Hey, uh, Earl, why don't you tell him about that time I stole that big-ass melon? Yeah, yeah, I, I was going for more... Or you could tell him about the time I kicked her ass, Earl. I wouldn't ever tell him Do I need to get time. my ref gear on? Okay, everyone, shut up. Now come with me as I tell you a story from afar. Hey everybody, my name's David. I'm the DM for From Afar Podcast. A From Afar Podcast is all about four friends separated by distance, brought together by adventure. Hope you all stop by and give us a listen. Thanks. Oh hi, didn't see you there. It's me, George, from the best little horror house in Philly. The show where we talk about the best horror movie ever made, according to our guest at least. We've talked about groundbreaking classics like Texas Chainsaw Massacre and Alien, but we've also got a lot of great ones coming up, including some very fun guests like Len Kabazinski of Swamp Zombies and Red Letter Media fame, Caroline Williams, the star of Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2, and Chase Williamson from John Dies at the End. So make sure you're subscribe to the best little horror house in philly and i'll see you boils and ghouls over there welcome back and now it's time to get into the plot for leprechaun 4 colon in space uh we open up on some mid-90s cg as a spaceship flies through uh the the universe we get a bunch of space marines getting ready for an upcoming mission so it's basically aliens the commanding co- officer comes in to brief for them on their mission, and he basically says they're chasing some sort of alien, and the mission is to search and destroy. The alien has run in amok all over the galaxy, and it's time they put an end to it. All of a sudden, Dr. Tina Reeves shows up. So she's been assigned to the crew in order to analyze and determine if there's any evidence of intelligent life on the planet that they go to. So And, uh, and you got to get them nerds out of there. Yeah. Those nerds don't belong on this mission. So the, the CO gets mad, so he decides to take it up the chain, 
to Harold and Dr. Mittenhands. Dr. Mittenhands comes on the, the screen and informs the crew that she's an important part of the mission, so they have to make sure she survives it, basically. So the and, CO put... Go ahead. And, and he is completely not a villain. Yep. Like, not at all. Yep. Nope. <laughs> yep. Uh, so the commanding officer puts uh, some guy named Books in charge of her, and he says, she's your problem now. Make sure she doesn't die. So they get her dressed up for the mission, and then Books and her have a moment because he just kind of falls on top of her. Uh, you know, that's sexy. Yep. Having a 200-pound yep. guy just even, fall on you. Even Leprechaun 4 had a meat cute. Yep. <laughs> this is it. <laughs> then we cut to the planet that they're about to go on where Princess Zarina is chained up, and she's dressed just like Leia in a metal bikini. Yep. And Leprechaun shows up and offers her a romantic dinner. And this is the first moment we notice that the leprechaun is not rhyming anymore like he does in all the movies before it. And he has a plan. He offers her to her his hand in marriage. He wants to marry her because he wants to be royalty and make the universe kneel before him. And in turn, he can offer her the riches that he has. And it's beyond her wildest dreams. Because basically, you just conjure up riches wherever he, he can. Um, the beauty of this is it just proves that even if you're a hideous monster... If you have gems and gold, you can get any woman you want. Sure. She yeah. is possibly also a sociopath. She yeah. tinkers on the edge, yeah. yeah. She's she's there. Yeah. But is she hypnotized or... I can't tell. Right. Yeah, she doesn't really give you a... Because there are times when she hates him, and then there's times where she's like, oh, yeah, I'll kill my father and we'll live happily ever after kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So I don't know what the fuck she's doing. Yeah, right. and th and there's that whole side story that the leprechaun introduced that her father's broke for some reason. Yeah, good call, Mark. They never <laughs> bring that up again, right? Because then she defends her dad, like, oh, he was being a nice guy, and he was like, well, he was a fucking idiot. She goes, no, he's you're right, let's kill him. If anything, yeah, right. he was giving away all his money to money. his people, yeah, to pay off their loans. Yeah, yeah, he was a nice guy. Yeah. Sounds like a lot of malarkey. That's all I know. It does yep. sound like <laughs> space malarkey. <laughs> The worst kind uh, of malarkey. Yes. Uh, so the team starts infiltrating the kind of underground hideout wherever the leprechaun is, and one of the Marines finds the riches, starts to pocket them, and the leprechaun busts out a lightsaber and kills him with it, and then steals his gun. And, and we have this, a... And this cave is just the uh, underneath the uh, the orphanage from the Hulk Hogan movie we watched. That's all. Yep. Uh, it's pretty close to it. That's a good callback. <laughs> yep. Uh, so a loud gunfight between Leprechaun and the Marines uh, starts. One of the Marines throws a grenade, and Leprechaun jumps on it to save the princess, and he blows up into a bunch of pieces. Princess got knocked out, but Reeve says she's alive, so they plan to help her back onto the ship. Meanwhile, one of the Marines decides to piss on Leprechaun's body, and then some magic happens, and it hurts his dick, um, so he has to go see the medic back on the ship. Speaking of back on the ship... Uh, Reeves monitors Zarina and mentions to Harold that she must be royalty based on her jewelry and the monitoring for some reason includes putting her in bubble wrap um, they bring space up space age technology man <laughs> space oh, wow. age. We, we haven't progressed past uh, bandages and bubble wrap Yeah, the, the, the bubble wrap is more to keep Harold away yeah. <laughs> right. doesn't really work that well uh, is Harold the like the the sycophant yeah, he's oh. the he, he's the Whalen Smithers. Okay. <laughs> to to Doctor Mittenhands, uh, Mr. Burns. Yep. 
Okay. Uh, so they bring a bunch of gold onto the ship, but then Harold shows off their matter shrinking slash enlarging machine, which will come into play slightly later, uh, or much later. Dr. Minhans then orders the Marines to act as security for the mining team when it arrives, even though the Marines, their contract is up at the end of the night. And the team celebrates with a disco ball, apparently. <laughs> yep. They're just getting disco now in the uh, yeah. in the far reaches of the galaxy. Uh, oh, man, they, this village people stuff. They're killing. They're going to be big someday. Dance floor lighting has not progress, uh, progressed <laughs> since the 1970s. Nope. <laughs> what, a, what a weird thing to have on a spaceship, by the way, right? Like a bar that has a disco ball. Over. Right. I mean, it's a 70s club. Yeah. It really is. <laughs> it looked like they just found the sets that were not being used on the lot they were on. It's, it's 100% what it was. <laughs> you know, they might have been on a, like a set that they built for Home Improvement. You think so? Like Debbie, Debbie Dunning was just like, I, I think I might be able to help you guys out, find that, a set. That'd be great. <laughs> I know I know Tim Allen. Right. <laughs> he'll, he'll get us the hookup. <laughs> but I, I could definitely see it being where, you know, how in certain areas of the country or not the country of the world like 10 years ago they just got nirvana <laughs> so that that's what's going on now in the far reaches of space it's like oh yeah you know we're, we're just getting uh all this awesome disco music yeah. oh, you know we, we just got kiss on disco <laughs> i was made for loving you <laughs> and they're like hey check out this ball with a whole bunch of mirrors on it you shine a light at it light goes everywhere right <laughs> i guess you... fantastic <laughs> we got to dance to it Let's do it. Uh, so the team gets drunk and plays dominoes as Heidi and the guy that peed on the leprechaun go off the fuck. <laughs> she gets his, her hands right down his pants, giving a handy under over the, underneath the pants. No, I thought it was over. I thought he, she was giving him the dry rub. No, she was. Her hands were down his pants. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, and it's described in the IMDb, um, you know, tab for sex and whatever nudity. It was like, and the woman at one point grabs a man's penis. Mm, she sure accurate. <laughs> now, there's a scene later in the movie where I had given up all hope that there would be some boobs in this. <laughs> uh, and then they decide to pull it out with like 20 minutes left. Yeah. And it's just the weirdest. It is the flimsiest reason. <laughs> right. The weirdest usage of boobs <laughs> I've ever seen in a movie. But. If they were ever going to, if they were going to use boobs in this, this would be the time when she's about to bang Danny. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I think this yeah. is actually Kowalski. Oh, okay, it's not Danny. No, Danny's the one that gets killed by like the freight elevator. Oh, he drops it on him. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, but I mean, this would have been the perfect time to do it, right? I mean, you're getting ready to hook up, mm -hmm. and in instead you get blue balled. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, he had the worst blue balls of all time. Yeah, absolutely. But at the same time, she's making Disney money, so she probably couldn't show her tits. Uh, so was Home Home Improvement still going on at that point? Yep, 96. 96, yeah. Yeah, probably, right? Probably still in the prime. Okay, Debbie yeah. Dunning, like an early childhood crush. Debbie, I, you know what? I'm going to have to look up some pictures here. I'm going to have to go to the tape. <laughs> go to the videotape. Go to the videotape. While tape. he does that, um, we're going to talk about, you know, she's got her hand on his dick, and his dick starts to get hurt. This starts to hurt, and she thinks it's her, but then he starts freaking out a lot, saying it's he's in a crazy amount of pain, and then what comes flying out of his dick but the leprechaun, the leprechaun. himself, yeah, fully formed. Oh, uh, man. 
Heidi tries to shoot him, but he shoots the gun out of her hands first, and she runs. Um, Tina is she doing a John Wayne impression for some yes, reason? Yes, not really. Out, he comes out of the dick, out of his dick, with a, sh- a little play sheriff's badge on, and he does. I think it's the Quiet Man. Yeah. Uh, I'm not gonna hurt you. That's all. The hell I am. <laughs> yeah. The hell I ain't. Yeah, and I think that's right before John Wayne hits a woman. Uh, does he? Is he? Does he? Yeah. Hit- I think so because like I think that was acceptable in the movies at that point. Sure. So yeah, I think I mean, he... I'm, I'm pretty sure Rhett slaps Scarlet around and gone with the linen a little bit. When... Right. So I think he gives. I think John Wayne gives a little backhand to whomever the the actress was. The the, the Quiet Man's the Irish movie, right? Yep. Or Scottish. Yeah. 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 Quiet Irish. Man. Yeah. So yeah. I think there's plenty of woman beating in that, unfortunately. <laughs> Yes, Happy St. Patrick's Day, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> yep, it's not the 2018 square game. Well, listen, man, embrace, embrace your heritage, I guess. I don't know what to tell you. You, you uh, could cut that if you want. Uh, it's, it's up to you. That stays in. I'm just okay. going to cut Mark's reference to that shitty game that we had to play. <laughs> and this, talking about that. Uh, <laughs> so Tina shows, up at, uh, Tina shows up at the party, and she goes over and talks to Books... And they talk up a bit, and this is the first. This is the moment where I realize I don't know his name. Uh, obviously, now I know it's books, but I was like, I this might be Danny. <laughs> Regardless of what his name was, he strikes out. They're all interchangeable, really. Yeah, they're all white dudes. Yeah, can't tell those white dudes apart. It's like the Bachelor. Like I can't tell. Tell these into this. I have no idea. They all look the same. <laughs> Right. They they could just reuse the same one. I'd I'd have no clue. Yeah. Um. So Heidi is running away from the le- she's getting chased by the leprechaun. He trips her and starts to choke her, but she kicks him in the dick and gets away. She makes back to the party and tells the others that it's alive. She screams out, uh, just reminding us of better movies. Yes. <laughs> so Harold, meanwhile, starts creeping on Zarina while she's unconscious and starts taking off the bubble wrap and. You know, basically almost sticking his hands down her her underwear. Um, but then he notices while he's uh, like slobbering all over her that her wound, wounds have healed. And Dr. Mittenhand confirms that she has regenerative properties and mentions something about what he could do with her DNA. But Harold I, orders uh, Harold is ordered not to say a word to anyone else. I, I would have loved to have seen uh, the actress's face when she read this part of the script. <laughs> I, I mean, like, again... She's the one that shows her chest, so yep. maybe she was just down for whatever. Yeah. No, I was talking more about the creepy actor, you know. It, it kind of reminded me of uh, the Reanimator. Sure. When the in the script the headless doctor performs cunnilingus on the on the woman. Yeah. So I mean, you can't get really worse than that. So I mean, this isn't That's to true. me. I mean, it was creepy, yes, but we'd seen worse. Sure. We have, yeah. Yes, we have. Maybe maybe she hadn't. Yeah. No one's That's a problem, so no, there's few people in the history of horror that have been more comfortable with whatever she had to do uh, as Barbara Crampton though. So <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Um, so uh, the team goes hunting for the leprechaun. Mooch. There's a guy named Mooch and <laughs> Uh, our hero. You, you could literally say their names are anything, Ant, and I'd 100% believe you. Yep. Uh, and there's our book, our books hero, 
They go into waste disposal unit to look for the leprechaun. Uh, the waste disposal room has flesh-eating bacteria, so they go in with suits, and then the leprechaun immediately cuts Mooch's suit, and he becomes a skeleton because of the some, flesh-eating some, bacteria. Some fast-working flesh-eating bacteria in there. Yeah. Right. That's, I mean, they're there to cut, break down all the all the waste, which I guess if there's no flesh, they'll eat waste. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's flimsy science. Fuck well, this movie. Well, I. <laughs> I think this is the time period when flesh-eating bacteria was, like, in the news. Oh, it was probably an election year. <laughs> what? Remember 96 when the flesh-eating bacteria pandemic started? Uh, tissue paper? No. <laughs> I, I don't recall that one bit, yeah. to be honest. I wasn't up on politics at that age. No. What were you, like, seven? Yeah, I was too busy playing the, the Mario game. No. Playing the Mario. Wow. And, and whatnot. Uh, I, I totally believe that that's actually what happened. It could have been. <laughs> it's seven <laughs> years old. I hadn't discovered uh, other things yet. <laughs> okay. Uh, so after he becomes a skeleton, the team goes to talk to Dr. Mittenhand through a screen at his lab. And Dr. Mittenhand says the monster would stop and go away if they gave him the princess. And they're like, yeah, let's do exactly that. But... Um, Dr. Manhattan's like, no, I need her for my research. And the team threatens to leave um, the ship because, as we mentioned before, their contract is basically up. They're working for free, more or less. And then Dr. Mittenhan arrives in person to reveal he is part computer. Um, and I'm pretty sure there's a moment when he's having his little, like, he's ha- he slams on the keyboard and he sort of malfunctions a little bit. I'm pretty sure you can see his the left hand his left arm that he's trying to hide because he's only supposed to have one hand and you can see it on right behind him as he's malfunctioning you can and just see you, his little tips are you telling me that there's inaccuracies in leprechaun 4 i am <laughs> i am completely saying that Dan. ah that's a that's a stretch that's a stretch yeah. with this i i thought you're it gonna was... take this my word for it or go back and watch it uh, you know what i'm not gonna do either <laughs> <laughs> it's your only two options. I can just ignore it. Nope. Take I, my I, I, gospel or watch this movie. You, you can just stay home, right? You don't have to choose one of the two. Exactly. <laughs> but Topical, usually they are annoying. With, with Anthony, it's between Anthony and I. When it comes to movies, we either are like on total opposite opposite ends, or we totally agree on everything. There's no in between here. <laughs> so I, I guess I'll have to believe you wholeheartedly in this one. Okay. Yep. I wouldn't steer you wrong in this specific case. Um, so uh, Mittenhand says he has authority to extend their contract, but he will give them a 100% or 100 times what they're getting bonus if they find and kill the leprechaun. Which sounds mm-hmm. like it's a total bullshit. Yeah. Right. No and one has that authority. authority. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like, I would love if my boss did that. Like, Dan, I need you to stay. Well, you know, I'm I'm not really supposed to. I'll give you a hundred times your salary if you do it. <laughs> okay, got him. Uh, so then he's like, they start negotiating for percentage points on the back end at this moment. Uh, so then the Marines go back to hunting the Leprechaun. And then the leprechaun starts thinking about his deal with the princess, and he decides he's going to kill the princess as soon as he marries her. So then he could just have all the power without having to have this nagging bitch around, I think is basically his point. Yeah. Uh, he uh, calls her that quite a few times in this movie. Yeah. 
pretty much. Um, then Mittenhan and Harold work on their experiment with Zarina's DNA, and it works. They create a finger out of a small section of skin. Um, meanwhile, the Marines split up. Heidi starts coming on to commanding officer Metalhead, and Books and Tina go off together. And Leprechaun manages to handcuff Books to a grating and starts shooting fire at both of them. They manage to escape by shooting off the uh, the handcuffs, and Books and Tina have a moment. And then Six and Danny go off their own way, and Danny gets crushed by a freight elevator. And meanwhile, Minhan and Harold are farming Zarina's blood. And then Heidi gets locked away from the rest of the team and blows the leprechaun's smithereens with a machine gun, or so she thinks. He regenerates and tosses her off the scaffold. Um, and then, back at the lab, after that happens, the leprechaun poses as Tina, naked, and asks to be left in Mittenhan's lab, saying that they tore off her clothes. She, he says they, so I'm not sure if he meant that the other marines did that, or the or leprechaun the, did. The leprechaun and the princess, maybe? Maybe. But the, lep- the, the princess is still in the lab. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. So, I mean, these okay. guys are, aren't very astute. Yeah. Well, that guy wasn't listening to a word she was saying. Yeah, that's true. Just, yeah. So Harold opens the door and then gets hit in the dick by the leprechaun with a dagger. And then Mittenhan and Leprechaun have a war of words. They, you know, Mittenhan kind of has a monologue about you're not so different, you and me, <laughs> <laughs> sort of thing. Uh, we're both monsters, basically. Right, he says. You crazy little monster are not so different from me, a half man, half computer. We're and one and the wrong. same. Yeah, he's not wrong. And then Harold sneaks up on the Leprechaun and stabs him with his own dagger. Then the leprechaun throws a metal plate at Harold that smashes it flat for some reason. I wasn't expecting that. Right. It's, uh, <laughs> we, all of a sudden, we entered like Pee Wee's Playhouse. Yeah. If you gave me five guesses of what was going to happen, it would not have been that his face was going to become flat. I was going to yeah. guess, oh, it's, it's going to slice his, his head off. That would have been the number one choice. Either that or it just crushes his head. Right. Or just, like, uh, just sticks right in the middle. Right. Or just knocks him out. But no, it it turns him into a weird-looking, like, Dick Tracy villain. <laughs> Prune Tracy. Prune Tracy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Prune Tracy. Take that, Dick Face. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> uh, so, where am I? <laughs> I, uh, I just totally derailed your train of thought. Yep. Uh, Leprechaun kisses Zarina and wakes her up. And Zarina tells the Leprechaun to destroy Mittenhan, but Leprechaun has a plan. Starts mixing her DNA that's been farmed with a spider and scorpion and injects Mittenhan with a concoction. And then the Marines show up in the lab, and a gunfight ensues with the Leprechaun and Zarina make a run for it. I, I thought it was pretty funny. They're having the gunfight, and uh, the actor who plays Mittenhan is just like malfunctioning <laughs> on the like totally in the middle of everything that's going on. That takes a lot of uh, concentration, I'll tell you. Sure. All this stuff going like, all right, man, you just fucking spaz out. Everyone else is going to be doing <laughs> stuff around you. Well, all right. It's the role I was born to play. <laughs> right. And him spazzing out is just him like uh, nodding his head back and forth and waving his arms up and down. Really? Mm-hmm. It's it's really, I guess, the standard robot kind of malfunction, malfunction, malfunction kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's you know, classic, classic robot. Yep, so uh, Zarina and Leprechaun make a run for it. Um, the team is a little bit behind, but the, <clears throat> they go into the next room. 
where Zarina distracts the team while Leprechaun somehow mind controls Metalhead and packs him full of explosives. And then Zarina takes her top off for reasons, quote unquote. And then yeah. her and Leprechaun escape with a Metalhead under with Metalhead under their control. Basically, the reason is that whenever women of her race so- show people their breasts, the death sentence is what uh, Tina says. Yeah. It, again, super of, flimsy. Of high royalty. Yes. Right. Yeah. It, she. It's so weird. Everything is just unnatural in this movie. She she unhooks her top. And then just kind of paces back and forth monologue. <laughs> yeah, she's just like, take a look at these. Right. Because this means your death warrant. Yeah. yeah I... <laughs> and then she just like puts it back on. It's like, well, that's over. Right, yeah. <laughs> like, nothing, nothing em- like remotely erotic nope. about what we see in that. It's just, yep, here they are. There they go. It's probably like the only scene they did for reshoots. They they cut the entire movie. And they're like, you know what? We're, we don't have any boobs in this movie. <laughs> We're rated R, and we don't have a single a single boob in here. We gotta we gotta change that. <laughs> I, I mean, again, like, you look in the the script, and it's just like, well, do I have to do this? I right. mean, <laughs> it's not necessary, right? Well, no, but we need it, so just just do it. You get points on the back end. <laughs> right. That's what the points on the back end were, really. <laughs> um, so the team chases them back to the bar, and Metalhead is mind-controlled to do a drag show. Um, That's where I tapped out, by the way. This is easily the most annoying part of the movie, so I t- completely understand it. Because he's switching in between his drag persona and his um, mindless drone military persona, where he'll do a weird feminine voice and then just break into yelling like he's at boot camp. You know who I, he, this person kind of reminded me of in drag? Who? Christopher Maloney. Yeah, he's got a Maloney-ish vibe. Right? Yeah. All I could think of was like, oh, this like this could be Christopher Maloney. Yeah. He definitely has a, 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 a it's a little bit, so the drag, it's, it's Christopher Maloney, but when he's doing his uh, military shit, Sort of like um, Joe, Joseph Pilato from Day of the Dead, who plays uh-huh. Rhodes. Yeah, I'm uh, running this monkey show. That, uh, he he was good. He was so good being over the top. Yeah, yeah the, the drag kind of seemed like Maloney to me. Yeah, and that's I feel like that's not an insult to Christopher Maloney because <laughs> that's you know like he could pull it off a dress. Yeah, that's how I see it. So I, good I, for I you. Could see, I could see Christopher Maloney rocking a dress well. Yeah. Because he, you know, he doesn't take himself too seriously, even though right. he is in a super serious uh, yeah. crime drama. I mean, he but... fucked the fridge in Went Hot American Summer. Oh, I did not know that. There you go. <laughs> and he also played a freak, right? Like a hillbilly freak in, uh, what was it? Um, Harold and Kumar. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So he can he could do comedy. Yep. So now when we reboot Leprechaun 4, we'll just ask Christopher Maloney. Yeah, that sounds like a plan. Uh, so Metalhead takes out some nunchucks from his purse and starts attacking the team. And then Mittenhands wakes up to see that he's become a man, scorpion, spider, mutant abomination. And he calls himself Mitten Spider. Uh, back at the bar, Tina knocks out Metalhead. But then he wakes up and a gun appears next to him out of nowhere and starts attacking the team with a bayonet. He lunges at Tina and sticks the bayonet into electrical socket. His brain fries, revealing that he was a cyborg the whole time. Um, 
Then, Where did he get the 1800s musket, by the way? It literally materializes nice. at his yeah. hand. Right. It's it's a Civil War rifle. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know. Again, this futuristic world, and they have disco and like carbon rifles. Mm-hmm. Um, Leprechaun initiates the self-destruct sequence, and he finds an escape pod, and but they need to find his gold first, so they go looking in the cargo bay for it. Styx goes off to find to try and override the self-destruct sequence, and he finds the mitten hand spider monster and gets stuck in its web. And then Leprechaun and Zarina, while they're looking for the gold, argue. And Zarina says she can have any rich person in the universe. So the Leprechaun gives her a whole bunch of open sores on her face. Um, Books and Tina find the Leprechaun and have a gunfight with him again. Tina accidentally sets off one of those machines that turns the Leprechaun into a 30-foot-tall Leprechaun. And Books Tina, uh, Books and Tina go try to. Books tells Tina to go to Styx to try and help him while he holds off the Leprechaun. Yeah, and they then, even make the joke, the obvious one, where the Leprechaun pulls out his pants and looks down. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. like, yeah. Like, it's all it's all relative, though, there, 30-foot-tall yeah. Leprechaun. That's true. So now who are you going to bang? Yeah. Right? I mean, you're not going to find a 30-foot-tall woman. Right. So it's all for naught. Yeah. And I was assuming, assuming it kept in, you know, relative size, so... If he had a small dick when he was three feet tall, he still has a small dick for a 30-foot-tall yeah. leprechaun. And it's probably fucking gross down there anyway. Oh, yeah, it right. smells too. Yeah. Right. It yeah. hasn't it's shaved in, in centuries. Yeah. It's it's all fucking red. I don't think leprechaun washes. He's probably got some open sores himself. Right. It's it's a, it's a nightmare down there. <laughs> yeah. uh, yes. Uh, so... A giant leprechaun searches for books while Tina gets chased by the mitten hand monster. And her mitten hand rips her pants off in one pull um, because the script said so. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Tina finds sticks and mitten hand shows up and starts to attack her. And she manages to freeze mitten hand with the liquid, liquid nitrogen and then shoots him. So he explodes. Because that always has to happen in a space movie. Yep. Um, Books finds Zarina and picks her up, and I guess she's, if she was under a spell, she's no longer under it, I guess. They find a communicator, and he tells Tina to open the hatch to the cargo bay, and Books gets Tina out, uh, gets Zarina out of the bay, and the leprechaun gets sucked out of the hatch, just like an alien. Um, with yep. no seconds to spare, the team figures out the code for Mitten Hand's computer, and this stops the self-destruction. Were you going to say something, Mark? I was going to say, the password was wizard. Which, yeah. what, I guess he said it at some point, I completely missed he it. He has a, when he reveals himself to be a weird computer freak guy, he says yeah. he's kind of like the Wizard of Oz. Oh, but, okay. but the person behind the curtain, in this case, isn't a fraud. That's yeah. his exact words, I believe. Um, and the, that's it. They stop the self-destruction, and they celebrate books and tina kiss and then we fade out we never know what happens with zarina if she has to stand trial for any war crimes that she committed uh, while under the leprechaun's power um we don't even know if they go back to see her and that's it that's leprechaun 4 well you would assume like they didn't explain but you would assume that she grabbed the escape pod yeah maybe she stuck around she got maybe maybe sticks paired up with her yeah and they all just fucked on the way home (laughs) oh yeah that's a good way to make a movie better yeah 
I would like to see if there was any war crimes committed. That's a pretty good uh, idea. <laughs> How did she get captured? That's interesting, right? But yeah, maybe her home world is in turmoil, right? There's civil war going on, and she's she you know she's committed atrocities. She's uh, tortured. <laughs> she's tortured. Uh, I'm trying to think what they're called. Uh, they when they surrender prisoners. <laughs> <laughs> She's tortured prisoners of war. Maybe that's what she's done. Because she seems like she's psycho. Yeah, she doesn't seem like she cares much for her people. She's not concerned with them one way or the other. Maybe she's just going around looking to see who will help her kill her father. Maybe. You want to kill my dad? How about you? Maybe Styx will kill her dad. Maybe. I'm rooting for Styx. Yeah, Yeah. I kind of feel like Styx and, and this chick probably wind up together somewhere down the road. Yeah. Sticks played by Miguel Nunez. Yes. Do you think? I wonder if it's like on on their home planet, they don't have someone like Sticks. Like, oh my, like we, you would be a god. Yeah. Right. We're all just like weird alien white people, mm. and you would just like rule over everything. Sparkly white people. Spark. Yeah. Sparkly white people. Yeah. Uh, is there anything you guys would do to make this movie better? Ah, uh, yeah. I would definitely. I would either make. I would either have more of spider mitten or i would have no spider mitten you can't have just a little bit you got you can't toe that line you gotta go all out or just forget about them so i would have liked to have seen the leprechaun fight spider mitten sure and like third if you get the 30 foot tall leprechaun going up against the fucking spider and they just kind of go at it that would have been pretty cool uh i think some of the deaths were pretty lame you could probably find some better deaths a little bit more gory um i'm trying to think what else i mean you could you could really keep going with the alien type of vibe or the aliens vibe where maybe there's more than one leprechaun you could do uh i don't know how he would spawn but every time a marine kills one of the leprechauns they for some reason they like take a piss on it or take a dump on them (laughs) for whatever reason like guys, we we really should stop defecating on, on on the corpse of these leprechauns. That's how he's transmitting himself to you. Or some or something like uh, species two. I know we didn't cover that, so you guys might not have seen it. But yeah, a guy guy goes into space and gets infected by an alien, and he you know comes home and like meets a chick at a bar, goes home and fucks her, and then like immediately impregnates her with like an alien seed. Okay. And then she gets super pregnant immediately and has like a disgusting alien baby shoot out of her her stomach like moments after coitus so something like that so like the guy that got his got leprechaun in the dick they he fucks heidi right there you go he impregnates her with leprechaun and leprechaun comes out of her stomach or multiple leprechauns come out of her stomach so then you have two leprechauns running around right twins and then Oh, go ahead, Mark. I'm sorry. I was going to say, I was a little nervous you were going to say that Species 2 had water sports in it. And I was going to... It's... Okay. I was nope. trying... To, okay. Water sports? <laughs> I'm confused right now. <laughs> Peeing on people. Oh. I was trying to be... Oh. Okay. I, I, I think if you just it. said peeing on people, would have been a lot, lot less awkward than just saying water sports. Well, that's on me for not knowing that euphemism, I guess. I apologize. But, uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> more movies need that. No. Um, <laughs> uh, or what if, like, yeah, so so you have that going on, right? So 
he impregnates her. Now you got the two leprechauns running around. Then they use the spider mittens, like his DNA uh, success from mm. the princess, and they make more leprechauns that way. Sure. And now you just have like ten fucking leprechauns running around acting like shitheads. <laughs> Not rhyming yeah. for whatever reason. And now that the whole ship is infested and you just got to blow up the ship to get rid of all the leprechauns. And like then you get like, I don't know, uh, books and the the doctor and sticks could come up with some type of one liner, you know, just uh, I, I, I'm not clever enough right now. Just, uh, what, what's the lucky charm saying that uh, they have? Uh, magically I know, delicious. Right. Or just like magically, I don't know, fuck delicious. <laughs> and then they blow up the they blow up the spaceship. I just want to see the two leprechauns, you know, one get on the other one's shoulders and wear a trench coat. There you go. <laughs> to, and he could have done that to fool the the one doctor, Mr. Smithers, right? Yeah. Like, oh, it's me, books. Why don't <laughs> you like, let me in? Well, you look like a hideous leprechaun, but you're you're not you're taller than one, so <laughs> right. it must be true. <laughs> there you go. All right. And they're like, oh no, I've been fooled. <laughs> Wait a minute, you're two leprechauns in a trench coat. I've been hoisted <laughs> by my own petard. Yeah, that what would a... be so good. Uh, what about you, Mark? Um, essentially, it was going to be either just completely take the leprechaun out of the movie and try to make some, you know, even if you make a generic space movie, it's better than this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, we just mitten Spider as the final boss sort of thing um or you just go like you guys were discussing just go whole ham with as many leprechauns as you can make and make make maybe to get smaller and smaller as they get produced and they infest the bloodstream Bloodstream. of people and everybody turns into leprechauns there we go (laughs) that's not bad I, i would watch that movie and then the fifth movie is leprechaun 5 the fantastic voyage where people have to shrink themselves down to go into the bloodstream of someone infected and fight the mini lepre- the microscopic leprechauns. And it's like a city of leprechauns in the body. Yeah. Like they've taken over all the, you know, they've taken over the lungs, the heart, all that stuff. Well, I like it'd probably be very, um, very crude. So they'd be like, oh, well, now we have to go down to the dick, and it's just mm-hmm. a bunch of leprechauns in the dick. And then when they ex- expel. The yeah. leprechauns, they just pee them out, you know. It's... Or they just, they like, they they ride sperm like, uh, <laughs> right, like battle like horses, slim pick, like Slim Pickens in in Doctor Strangelove. Yeah, <laughs> 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 yeah, that that's gross, but <laughs> I'd watch it. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. So yeah. we've got at there's least an audience taking a look. Yeah, um, yeah, I I I don't know if I'd go to space this early. Um, I think if your your third movie went directed video, it feels like just going to space is just not in the cards for you. Right. Um, yeah, you, you haven't earned space at this point. Yeah, it's just I get why they did it because they they had sets that they could procure, if not build, and it would have been cheap. But it feels cheap. Um, if it, I would just set it on Earth. And just have a straightforward Leprechaun sequel. I would try and make it funnier, though. This is, like, I know they, I mean, the people that write Leprechaun movies aren't exactly comedic geniuses. But 
like you got to lean into it, I think. And this movie is just not not funny. It's really humorless as much as it wants to be it like wants to be just kind of like this tongue in cheek thing. Like it has the moment of the of the leprechaun coming out of the guy's dick. That could have been that could be done funnier. Sure. Um, uh, it's just it, you have a, a leprechaun who's not scary. You got to try and and up it in terms of the 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 silliness and it's this movie's just not silly it's mm. weird it's weird but it's not silly i think it takes itself a little bit too seriously uh like yeah where the other movie like vegas doesn't take itself seriously at all i felt yeah uh and yeah, it's also a step back from that in terms yeah. in terms of humor i they, like they, they try it they try and do the whole metalhead and drag and that falls flat <sighs> really just flat. becomes obnoxious and it goes on for far too long. Yeah. I think it goes on for like five minutes. Yeah. And it's just, it's terrible. Uh, the, the Marines are fucking hapless. Yep. They're terrible. Why are Marines always terrible? Like, <laughs> I, so when the future people listen to this podcast, because by then we will be, have been, we will have conquered the podcast world mm-hmm. and we will be held in high regards. Uh, I just want to let the f- uh, future know that the Marines are like some of the best of the best on our, you know, in our time. Like no one really fucks with Marines, so they're not idiots who run around usually, just like haplessly shooting and not knowing what the hell's going on. Yeah, that's the army. <laughs> I, <guess. laughs> uh, I, I, I support our troops. All right, I'm a, I am a troops. A-R-E. Yeah, <laughs> our, our, um, but yeah, you, the Marines are not usually dumb, but in every single movie, especially, especially in the future, they're just portrayed as these like muscle head idiots. That's not the case, but you know, in, in aliens, right. They're, they're like pussies. <laughs> they, they go in and they just freak the fuck out at the first sign of, uh, of trouble. And that's yeah. kind of what happens here, right? Like they they're going up against a three foot tall uh, leprechaun, and they're just yeah. constantly like, "I'm not doing this, man. Let's get the fuck out of here." Like, the hell yeah. are you talking about, man? You're you're like a hardened, you're a mercenary. Yeah, yeah. They even have the two that once they find out the payout, where it's like, "Why don't we go fucking hide, man?" Until right. this is over, and just collect our money. Right. I mean, that's not how it works usually. <laughs> but uh, I mean, if if that's how they wanted to write it, I get it. But it's it's the the writing is very poor, the acting is very poor, the sound mixing is very everything is just poor across the board. Like you, you know how if you take a survey and they give you the one through ten or the one through five, and yeah. one is very poor and five is excellent, like you would select one for every category. Yeah. How was your experience watching this movie? Very poor. Oh. What about it was very poor? And you just you go down the list. Well. Well, you have to you have to click some twos as well because they might just throw out the right. one that's just all ones. Right. Yeah. Like they don't pay attention to that one, right? <laughs> that's how I would always do it with my uh, applications. Well, I can't put all tens because they're gonna know I'm lying. They'll throw a couple sevens in there, an eight. Oh, there's a five. So <laughs> now they know. So yeah, I guess you got to do that, right? What mm-hmm. What would you give a five for this movie though? Well, um. It does deliver on boobs. It doesn't. I was even gonna say that's that's, that's the two. Yeah, there you go. There's one and then the other. Three. <laughs> yeah. One and then the other. 
uh yeah there, there's no there's no good references there's no good jokes um yeah, I give mean, five to the, the design of mitten hand spider okay I'll, I'll give you that four or five i'll go i'll give you the five on that one because it's interesting i was not expecting that yeah but uh yeah yeah this is all ones mixed in with a five <laughs> so i have a question for you guys we haven't done one in a while marry fuck kill yes heidi dr tina or princess zarina mm. right, mark you go first because <laughs> i have uh, no clue on this one um i i would say so off the top of my head i would marry tina she's a doctor with a stable job you know would be would be good 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 income to marry to um definitely fulfill my childhood dream and fuck heidi <laughs> <laughs> and, and then just kill the other one the princess yeah mm, interesting well her father gave away all the money so she's basically that's worthless true. anyway that's kind of true all right so i'm I agree with you, Mark, that yes, marrying the doctor is a good is usually a good plan, but in the future we have no clue what that's like. <laughs> she's considered a fucking nerd. All right. Mm-hmm. So she's considered very lowly. Yeah, the dumb jocks have won out. Yeah, I I'm not gonna be seen with a nerd, all right? I'm not <laughs> doing that. I'm not gonna lower my standards, all right? <laughs> all these gains for nothing. Uh so I am going to I'm gonna kill the doctor, killing her. Ooh. Although I I do prefer blondes, but I'm getting rid of her. Um, I'm going to I'm gonna bang Heidi because she seems like a freak and uh, she's willing to get it on with guys named well no it's not Danny God damn it. <laughs> but she I mean she was gonna bang she, she, a dude with half a metal head. Yep. Yeah. Well, she she probably fucked Danny at some point. Right. So That's I mean, the implication. What, what I'm saying is her standards are super low. Because if you're going to nail a dude who, who's missing half of his head, I mean, I got that beat. <laughs> I have a whole head. <laughs> so I'm, I'm beating that guy. Uh, and then I'm going to marry the princess because she has regenerative capabilities. And I would definitely use that to my advantage. Yeah. I, and your kids would. So they'd be like, right. that'd be they'd pretty be cool, mortal, too. Right? Man, you know what? I was going to like I was aligned with Mark first, but. I think Dan swayed me on this one. <laughs> I, but he I brought get up what... the, he brought up the regenerative capabilities, and that yeah, that swayed me. I, it's always been my dream to be Wolverine, so now I can do it. I can mm. be Wolverine. Yeah. And I'm assuming in the future they have ways of adhering adamantium to your bones without killing you. Sure. So I, uh, adamantium must exist. Yeah. In the future. <laughs> I'm hoping. Tina just uh, seemed like she had too much to prove. Yeah, but at the same time, it was just kind of like she knows karate, but she wasn't very impressive. Yeah. Like she just did a couple kicks. I was like, you know, I could beat you up. Not that I would. Listen, I'm not. I don't. I'm not advocating beating up women. All right. But, but she's not. To me, it's just. Thanks you know, for the clarification. There, <laughs> I I had to make sure I put that out there. All right. I'm not condoning. But if she attacks me. I have to defend myself. It's true. All right. I mean, she fifth degree black belt. Did she say she's fifth degree black belt? I feel like anytime anyone mentions black belt, they're always fifth degree. Yeah. Right. It's it's all nonsense to me. Right. So I don't even know if that's even a thing. But if she comes at me, I got to right. defend myself. So that's I kill her in combat. I give her that chance. All right. All right. So when I so when I'm doing this <laughs> whole thing, I'm assuming that I kill her in battle. Right. 
right? Like she she comes to give me one of her weak kicks, I catch it, and then I just kind of spin her around, and then I get her in a chokehold and just like, just do a quick snap. <laughs> this is way too detailed, Dan. It's it's all coming off the top of my head. I swear to God. Uh, now this is what I'll do to Heidi. <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming after that's done, Heidi is just like she's down, she's ready to go. Like, this was that was amazing, and then we just kind of do it right there, like while the corpse is still <laughs> on top of the body, right. technically a three-way. Right, right, it's still warm. Uh, and then after that's done, she's got her fill. She moves on to the next guy. Good for her. Uh, and then I just I tell her like I tell the princess, there's no other man suitable. So it's me or nobody. And like, I love you even though your dad's broke kind of thing. And sure. And you're like, I'll help you kill your dad even. And I'm like, I won't do that. Cause again, you see I what I did to the doctor? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Think well, of what I can do to your dad. You could probably kill him in, in battle again. <laughs> right. Challenge him to battle. Right. And then we'll, we'll fight in the octagon. I don't know how I would kill him though. I don't know his weaknesses. I've never seen him fight. Right. You have to size him up. Right. I'm assuming he's older, so he's probably not very quick. Just go right for the knees first. Right. Uh, Yeah, I'm assuming he's probably had some type of arthritis. Uh, So, yeah, I just sweep the leg, and uh, I go from there, ground and pound kind of thing. (laughs) Maybe just try and rip his throat out like like Dalton. (laughs) I don't don't know if I have that capability. Uh, Maybe he just gets a good pummeling, you know? (laughs) Just, Just... Whale on him. <laughs> yeah. He's already dead. Stop it. Oh, second episode in a row we will reference that. <laughs> oh, I think Mark did it the last time. Right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Cool. I think that's it for this episode. It's <laughs> a good way to end it, I'd say. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm glad I was able to just free flow like that. <laughs> Killing people. Uh, plug your shit. Uh, I don't know if I should now. Uh, now we have to go after the guy who said how he'd murder a woman. <laughs> uh, again, not condoning it. Don't do it, guys. Please. I swear. Uh, I am at Diaquino122 on Twitter. Uh, I, I also run the Stranger Damies Twitter, at Stranger Damies. Uh, we also have a Instagram, at Stranger Damies. So if you have any good D&D artwork or you know maybe your characters, you want to get them out there, Send them to us. We will be more than happy to showcase your your talents, your artwork, whatever. Uh, don't send them to at Aquino122 because I'll just delete it. I have no place for that on my timeline. Uh, and that's it. Yeah, and as always, uh, Stranger Damies airs every Wednesday. Um, episode coming up here is the um, that would aired yesterday um, is the end of our. Uh, uh, latest stream we just recorded one over the weekend um, so I'm still waiting for those audio files to come through and then um, we'll be on to um, what you guys do after this uh, for those of you that listen to episode 101 you know what you do with your you know final showdown with Annie here um, so everybody uh, look out is the next section with new characters that we did over the weekend or is it with the same wild stallion you have to tune in to find dun, out. Dun. Um, also, I am a member of the uh, Game Vault podcast. Um, our next episode airs on Monday. Um, so we cover everything video games. A lot of news happened this week. So be on, on the lookout for that. And we'll probably miss some stuff by the time we record because, you know, everything with the virus out there is changing the entire summer schedule. 
um, for video game news and information and, and the press conferences. So um, be on the lookout for that on Monday. Okay. And uh, yeah, this has been They Called Us a Movie. You can find us at They Called Us a Movie dot podbean.com or on all podcast streaming apps just look for the they call this movie which should pop right up the main website is the main damie you can find us at the main damie.com or on facebook twitter instagram at the main damie uh, if you want to shoot us an email you can hit us up with the main damie at gmail.com if you want to tell us we suck if you want to explain to us why leprechaun 4 colon in space is amazing it is up there um, if you have any suggestions for movies we should watch, you could also just, you know, hit us up on Twitter or, uh, the, the email, uh, Twitter is where we're probably most active. So, uh, you can find us there. Definitely. We're also now p- proud member of geek vibes nation. Find them at gvnation.com. You can find our show on their podcast stream. You just look for geek vibes nation on all podcast streaming apps pop right up all social media there are geek vibes nation you should be able to find them pretty easily and uh i think that's it that's gonna wrap us up uh so yeah happy st patrick's day everybody we're coming up a little early but uh that's the way the dates have been falling this this year um uh the director of leprechaun 4 in space is brian trenchard smith so for the second time on this podcast uh this is anthony alvecchio for Dan Aquino and Mark Myers uh, telling Brian Trenchard-Smith to go fuck himself.